Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel. I am Avi Abelo. Today, we're dealing very much with an issue that some people might think only uh, applies to America because we're touching upon a um, we're touching upon one of the latest executive orders by the Biden administration that they are calling. Combat, preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. Sounds wonderful. Like, who doesn't want to not combat discrimination, right? Of course, we want equality and people to feel good about themselves. Uh, however, this issue is much deeper than that. It has, uh, it has very big implications on our societies, not just in America, but in Israel as well. And today I'm going to be speaking with Naama Zarbiv, who runs an organization. You might call it a feminist organization here in Israel, but in, in Naama's views, this is a real feminist organization, looking at women as being women, not equal to men, but different than men, looking at the strengths of women. Our societies should understand there are differences between men and women and build better worlds based on those understandings. Um, and equality when there equality, but when there are differences, well, women are better than men in many places. Other places, men might be better than women. So real feminism and family values, um, and these are issues that deal are, are important, not just for America, but Israel as well. So let me introduce Nama Zarbiv, and this will be, I will be asking Nama questions in Hebrew and then translating it in English. So here we go. Shalom Naama. How are you? Ma shalomech Naama. Shalom Uvracha. Kedama shalcha itan ederet. Shalomim itziyan. Baruch Hashem. Oh, wow. So Naama says that I, she really liked my introduction. I appreciate that, Naama. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to talking about uh, about this issue with you. Uh, uh, because to many people, it just sounds natural and it sounds good and it sounds right. And I, I really want to get into hearing from you what are the problems here. So Naama would love to hear your insights. What what is I'm gonna, I'm going to bring this this executive order on screen so people could see what we're what we're talking about. Um, okay. So, and uh, love to hear what you uh, what you have to say. with it. What is the problem with this Naama? Okay, one at chilim הוא אומר שצריך לכבד כל אדם, ובעצם מפה בעצם הוא משתמש במילה כבוד בשביל בעצם לבטל, לבטל גברים, לבטל נשים, לבטל ערכים אחרים. המילה כבוד הפכה להיות משהו בדיוק הפוך ממה שהיא. Okay, yes, okay, so first of all, Naama makes a very, very interesting point because she's taking the first sentence of this, of this executive order of the section one of policy. Every person should be treated with respect and dignity. And what Naama is saying is that actually the, they are redefining what it means to respect because we live in a world where people are, are different. And basically what they're telling us is 
You can't respect people's differences. You can't accept people's differences. You can only respect and have dignity if if you if you get away if, if you move away and ignore the fact that there are differences that you can only respect if you agree with one another. If you don't agree with things, then you can't respect. Uh, that's a very interesting. Yeah, yeah. כלומר, מה שבעצם, מה שבעצם אתה אומר, וצריך להבין את הדיוק של זה, הרי כבוד זה לכבד גם את מי ששונה ממך, אבל כאן מחייבים את כולנו בשם כבוד לחשוב אותו דבר, להתנהג אותו דבר, ובעצם ממילא ביטלנו את המושג של כבוד. כי אם אנחנו כולנו מסכימים אותו דבר, הפסדנו את הנקודה. Very interesting. So Naamah is saying the whole issue of respect is that we're supposed to respect people even if we disagree. And here, what this executive order and very much what what Western society is leading us is like, no, you can only, respect is only if if you allow agreement. There's no, the second you disagree, there's no respect according to this new definition. And it's basically... Uh, emptying the whole natural understanding and meaning of respect regardless if one agrees or disagrees with an opinion way of life etc כן תמשיכי כן אולי נוסיף עוד משהו אחד לפני שניכנס ללב העניין we're gonna, we're gonna add one more point before we go into the heart of the issue אוקיי כלומר נתייחס לעוד מונח אחד שנקרא עריצות המיעוט אנחנו לא מדברים כאן על קבלת השונה, הרי כל אחד מאיתנו מכבד כל אדם, אלא אנחנו מדברים על עריצות המיעוט, נוצר מצב שמיעוט של אנשים חייב את כולנו בעצם להיות כפופים לדעותיו, למחשבותיו, כמו שאמרת קודם, אז זה רק עוד נקודה על הפתיחה. Very interesting. Okay, so again, Naamah is saying is where, what's going on is instead of respecting and accepting people's differences or, or minorities minority populations here what's going on is the minority position is basically imposing itself upon all of society all of society now has to has to accept this norm here it's talking about whatever gender someone feels like they have to be allowed into a bathroom whatever bathroom they want to go into so instead of understanding okay there are people who feel that they are different genders let's find a solution because we respect that they feel differently let's find a solution but that's not what's going on all of a sudden their situation is now becoming the norm being enforced upon all of society with a majority of people who are not comfortable with With, uh, with having people of any gender definition be in the same bathroom or be on the same, same sports uh, uh, competitions. Um, and that's a very, very important definition. So uh, clarification. Thank you, Naama. אז בואו נדבר רגע אחד על העיקרון. יש פה שני עקרונות שאפשר לקחת אותם מהיהדות. יש חביב אדם שנברא בצלם, שזה ברור שאנחנו מקבלים כל אדם בסבר פנים יפות, זה, זה טריוויאלי אצלנו. ויש זכר ונקבה בראם, ויקרא שמם אדם, העולם מחולק לזכר ונקבה. וזה שני אבני היסוד שעליהם אותם אנחנו מעריכים, והנשיא ביידן מבטל אותם בעצם. Right. Yes. Yes. So um, uh, 
Naamah was basically saying this, this issue is very, very much important to us because it, uh, this, this goes very much to, to, to Jewish concepts. If we were just going to the Bible, what, what Judaism is about is understanding that God created man and woman. Understanding that, yes, there, there is something different and special and unique between the two different beings, man and woman. There are differences between man and woman. And that's not just okay, that is holy, at least for religious people, understanding there's a holiness to seeing and understanding that there are differences, and those differences should be celebrated, not erased and ignored. נכון, הבעיה, הבעיה היותר עמוקה זה לא רק שזה יפה ושלמות העולם, יש לכל אחד מאיתנו עומק מאוד גדול, יש לי, לכל צד יופי מאוד גדול, ואם אנחנו מטשטשים את הכל, הפכנו את כולנו סתם למשהו, ועכשיו אנחנו ניכנס לדוגמאות של הנשיא. אוקיי, okay, so I'm going to that, um, uh, Naamah was again going into the, the, even the depth of the understanding of, uh, from, from the religious, biblical perspective. It's like when God created man and woman, and each one has its strengths and differences, it's also showing each one has that power and strength to make more of a difference in the world with their own lives because of those inherent natural differences and a man and a woman. And the second society uh, not only ignores those differences, but erases those differences and wants to make everyone believe that men and women are exactly alike, then it's taking away the ability of mankind and men and women to make in the, the most meaningful and powerful impact in their lives and for the world. Because our differences, our different strengths were stripped from us because we're just supposed to be exactly the same. Right, okay, but I'm not saying that the differences are beautiful. It's, it's again, they should be celebrated. The woman's power and strengths, different than the man, it's, it shouldn't just be looked at, oh, they're different, but it's beautiful differences and they should be empowered to maximize those differences in order to make their lives better and the world a better place. אוקיי, okay, עכשיו ניכנס לדוגמאות, אוקיי? כן, בשם הנשיא ביידן, וגם פה בישראל זה כבר מופיע בהרבה מקומות, בעצם השירותים יהיו משותפים. עכשיו, זה ברור שאנחנו בשירותים רוצים פרטיות, אני בשירותים רוצה לסדר את הכיסוי, להתאפר, להרגיש נוח עם עצמי, ופתאום אני מוצאת מולי, מסתכל במראה, גבר לידי שהרגיש אישה או משהו כזה. Okay, so now my thing, first example comes out of this executive, executive order in terms of actual implication. Bathrooms. And again, uh, from the executive order, it seems like the United States government, is th these are rules that are going to be applied to federal, uh, to, to organizations that receive federal funding, I guess, public schools, colleges, or anything that receives federal, federal funding must now apply go, according to this executive order. So bathrooms. Every bathroom must be, uh, everyone must be allowed to go into a bathroom, regardless of how one identifies. And basically, Namaz is referring to there's no privacy anymore. Like, even though there are different stalls, 
but still she's talking as a woman or as a mother. I know I go into a bathroom and whether it's in the stall or at the, out of the stall and I'm doing things, looking in the mirror, whatever, um, these are things that I want privacy for and I don't want there to be people, men, I don't want people, male anatomy to people <laughs> to, be, right, to, to, to be there. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be looking at at, at, at someone who's, who's a male, regardless of how they identify, in that bathroom with me while I'm trying to take, take care of things. So the whole aspect of privacy yeah. is totally taken away of. So while you're respecting this male who identifies as a female or whatever, allowing them, but all of a sudden me and all the other women, our privacy is being removed. Like who brought that? That's not, that's not equality. That's not right. דבר שני, איפה כל ארגוני הנשים בנושא הפגיעות המיניות? איזה אימא תיתן לילדה שלה להיכנס היום לשירותים לבד? כל היום אתם רוצים לדאוג שלא יקרה שום דבר, ועכשיו... some male people who identify differently or transgenders that are fine, they won't do anything, but you don't know who will take advantage of this and go into a bathroom and because they're now allowed to and sex, take advantage and sexually assault girls or young women or women um, uh, in, in these bathrooms that's now just been opened up to them legally according to the U.S. government, again, taking away the ability for that private space where they should not have to worry about getting assaulted by people not allowed to be there, being there. All of a sudden, everyone's allowed to be there. So where are all the, the women's organizations and feminist organizations screaming against this uh, situation that now mothers are going to be worried about their daughters. Okay, and the question is bigger, where are all the organizations now? In the sports sports, suddenly women came to a very big event. There is a man who thinks that he is going to be with them. We know that he will take the stage, because physically he has more ability, and in other words, אבל הוא פשוט כל העצניות שלנו והרצניות ואנשים שהגיעו להישגים מאוד מאוד גדולים אנחנו שומטים את השטיח מתחת הרגליים שלהם So now, now Naamaz jumping to the, the, sports, okay. uh, the sports cases, the sports arena. Where, and again, she's saying, where are all the women's organizations? Where are all the feminist organizations who, who, who are not raising a voice showing women's athletes have come so far in all these years. They've achieved so much in all these different sports. And all of a sudden with this decision... Any man could claim he's transgender and start, uh, per, and, and, and start uh, competing as part of women's sports. And who are going to be hurt? It's going to be the women. And it's going to be the, it's going to be all the women's sports and, and, and the women's teams and the individual. They won't be able to compete against the, the biological males competing as women. Where are all the organizations screaming out against this? 
Okay, so Naama, Naama is going, telling us that right now in, in, in a city in Israel, um, uh, they had an event and it was forbidden for them to have it separate between men and women because here, and that's the connection, this isn't just about America, folks. This is also in Israel. This agenda has, is, has taken hold in Israel in different ways. So that's why I talk about it. Now, Ma, the reason I say that is because some people attack me saying, don't talk about this. It has to do with America. People don't understand. This is a society issue that's affecting all of us. And it has to do with our Jewish identity and Jewish background and values. And hence, I'm vocal about it. And it's a pl that's application here in Israel. She's now telling us about an event in an Israeli city where for gen for this new new uh, okay. modern understanding of gender, okay. it is forbidden to have events separate between men and women. Okay, continue. So, as is Okay, so one woman, one religious woman, wanted this um, sports activity to be only women, so she, as a religious woman, could join, because religious women, because of uh, modesty issues, agree or disagree, religion includes an aspect of modesty, and women, not because they are uh, don't want to upset men, but because they believe they want modesty in their lives and, pri and privacy, they want to do things separately. So she wanted this sports event to be held in a way where she, as a religious woman, and other religious women can take part for it to be separate just for women. Ken? Okay. Okay. Um, now, I'm not correcting me saying it's not just religious women who wanted to do this separately. Even non-religious women also wanted to do th this sport activity separately just as women. There are, it doesn't even have to do with religion. Many of non-religious women feel that that empowered or different and wanting that as well. And all of a sudden it's been taken away from them because according to the law, now it can't be separate. Ken, so what okay. happened? She had an idea. <laughs> she had an idea to get around the rules. She said she will set up a special sports event special for pregnant women. Okay? Okay. So, Igea Bachulichad. So one man came to this sport event Oh my God. Oh my God. One man, this is here in Israel, folks. One man came to this special women's sport event that was marketed specifically for pregnant women. This man came because he said, I feel like I have a uterus. 
אוקיי, מה שנקרא, אם זה לא היה מצחיק, אם זה לא היה עצוב, זה היה מצחיק. כן, מה שחשוב, אז בואו נחזור לעיקר פה. מה שחשוב, שמנסים להראות, לבטל בעצם את ההבחנה בין גברים ונשים בעולם, בכלל, באופן כללי. Okay, so what we're now saying, the most important point about all of this, the, the silver lining that, that, that goes across all of these issues, is that there is an agenda in the Western world to erase totally all differences between men and women. That is the agenda. And here are two examples. ללמוד בקמפוסים נפרדים במדינת ישראל, כן, זה המעבגת, זה ארגוני אנשים. תתרגם רגע את זה ואני אגיד לך את המשפט המכריע. Yes, so example number one now must telling us here in Israel has to do with Israel's high court where women's organizations petition the high court to forbid a special collegiate university program that was developed specifically for ultra-Orthodox women here in Israel. Now, just understand the context very quickly. Ultra or in the ultra-Orthodox religious sector here in Israel, uh, religious uh, ultra-Orthodox women do not go to events, do not study together with men. So the ultra-Orthodox community of women never went to college because all the colleges in Israel are mixed men and women so finally because the israeli society wanted women ultra-orthodox women to join the workforce because they're very smart ultra-orthodox women as well with with the skills that can add to the israeli economy and society so they opened up special uh college university programs that were just women classes programs women and men אוקיי? the equal opportunity to study and get these degrees. And yet it was the women's feminist organizations here in Israel that went to the Israeli Supreme Court to have the Israeli Supreme Court forbid these women-only, men-only educational programs. אבל מה שמעניין, לקחת משפט מתוך ארגוני הנשים, כדי שנבין את לב העניין. יש שם משפט כזה, אני לא יודעת איך זה יפה, המשפט זה הפרדה על בסיס מין מכוננת את הזהויות המבוקשות. אוקיי, וואו, אוקיי, ואני אסביר את זה, תתרגם רק ואני אסביר. רק אני אגיד, מי אמר את זה? בית משפט אמר את זה? ארגוני הנשים, שדולת הנשים, אוקיי, אווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
<laughs> זאת אומרת, עצם זה שמבחינים בינינו, אז בגלל זה אני יודעת שאני שייכת לקבוצת נשים, ואתה יודע שאתה שייך לקבוצת גברים, אם לא היו מפרידים בינינו או מבחינים בינינו, אף פעם לא היינו יודעים את זה. Right, so Nama is explaining why is this the heart of the matter, what, what, what does this concept mean? The, the, the rationale behind this concept is that the only reason men and women think that we are different is because we are separated like this. Therefore, if there wouldn't be programs that separate us, then men and women wouldn't think that we are different. Okay. אוקיי, אז זה בדוגמה הזאת, כן, אז בשבוע האחרון יש בארץ סערה גם סביב נושא שקשור לשינוי השפה העברית כדי להתאים לכל המגדרים, אוקיי? אוקיי, אז יש עוד קייס כאן בישראל של להשתמש את הישראלית לשינוי 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 אוקיי, וכשאנחנו נכנסים לראות סרטונים של כל מיני תנועות שמועברים בתוך משרד החינוך. אז יש למשל סרטון שהוא אומר איך נלמד את הילדים לצאת נגד ההבחנה הדיכוטומית הדכאנית. ההבחנה הדיכוטומית דכאנית, זאת אומרת, החלוקה של העולם לגברים ונשים זה דכאני, זה דיכוי. זה שהעולם מתחלק לשניים זה דיכוי. זה מה שאומרים בסרטונים, זה מלמדים ילדים בבתי ספר היום. All right, so Naama is already giving us an example of the Israeli educational system. Naama, in what class? In what class? It's in a certain school that has introduced the techniques, אוקיי, <laughs> It's, it's oppressive. That is the educational methodology that the educational system, those with this agenda, are using to educate our kids already in elementary school. And I'm not saying she's seen this starting already even from the fifth grade. And they're trying to get children to think about the 74 or 100 genders and stop thinking that there's a difference between men and women. It, they're being taught that it is oppressive to think that there are differences between men and women. ואז בוא נסכם. Okay, now we're going to come to the conclusion. כן, כל העניין הוא שבעיניהם החלוקה של העולם הטבעית והיפה לגברים ולנשים היא חלוקה שמדכאה, היא חלוקה שמגבילה, במקום לחשוב שהיא חלוקה שמחזקת, שהיא חלוקה שמעניקה קשר, שהיא בונה משפחה. המטרה שלהם זה בעצם לפרק את הכל ולפרק את החברה. Okay, okay, I'm not going to do justice to what Naamad just said. I'm going to try my best, okay? Because she's summarizing the, what, what this whole agenda really is about, and the way she just said it is very powerful. I'm going to try my best. What Naamad was just saying is that this agenda to erase, to totally erase the differences between men and women is to explain that the world of 
of, of understanding that there are differences between differences between men and women is oppressive. That that's that's that that and in, but what that world is actually doing by erasing differences between men and women, they are putting down and stopping the ability for the natural strengths of men and women to be realized and maximized in this world in all cases, whether in family life or in private life or, or, or public or public life. Um, uh, and, and, and that is the ultimate agenda and, and what is taking place. And it's basically about breaking it all apart. It's breaking down the family structure, the family unit, the family, the family values. Uh, and this is all when they're trying to create equality between everyone, but that equality is not really equality because it is ignoring the inherent natural strengths and differences that are supposed between men and women that are supposed to make the world a better place, and obviously yeah, as well. Yeah, one last word about specifically America. Yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. So Nama's bringing up that there are those those who push this agenda in America, and you'll see, understand why she's saying specifically America, are saying that there's no difference between getting rid of the differences between men and women. Uh, it's the same as getting rid of the differences between blacks and whites. But no, that's very, very different. Blacks and whites are both humans. They're both people they just happen to be different colors they might have different cultural uh cultural mores or come from different backgrounds um uh, but in terms of the equality of them as equal human beings yes of course black and white are equal human beings there should be no differences between them but in that case but men and women are are it's a different case because men and women are different even the animal world knows men male and female ‫-קארטה, <laughs> Uh, interesting. So now I'm saying that a major difference between uh, between humans and animals is that it's really only the humans. It's not just important to take care of the children, but it's taking care of the children and the grandchildren and the great grandchildren and also the great the great grandchildren taking care of the parents and the grandparents and the great grandparents. That is something that uh, that 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 is unique to humanity as opposed to uh, again generalization the animal world. And this agenda of getting rid of differences between men and women ultimately also destroys that as well. Now, but I want to ask you, how do you explain it destroys that? Just because there's no difference between men and women, just because there are 74, 100 genders and we should all go to the same bathrooms, how does that destroy the, the human quality of us taking care of all generations? אז זה קצת יותר מורכב. אם 
כל ה... אם כל הניסיון שלנו הוא בעצם, כל התפיסה שלנו היא כוח והיא דיכוי, אז אנחנו רוצים לברוח מהדיכוי. אנחנו לא רוצים שזה ידכא אותי כאישה, אנחנו לא רוצים להקים משפחה כי זה מדכא, אנחנו לא רוצים ליצור חיבור גבר, כי יעלים, ואז אנחנו בעצם מפרקים, אנחנו לא רוצים להתחבר ללאום, כי גם לאום זה מדכא, אנחנו לא רוצים מסגרות של שייכות, כי השייכות היא כובלת במקום יופי, אהבה וכולי. אוקיי, עכשיו נעלה מאוד מאוד to the destruction of the family unit or the intergenerational care uh, aspect of humanity. And uh, what she's saying is very, very interesting and, and very deep if you think about it. As she, as she brought up earlier, the agenda of this we are all equal is based on we are all oppressed, right? Women are, we're equal as men. We don't want to be oppressed. We are, women are oppressed in this patriarchal world. Women are oppressed by men who abuse their power and strength. So therefore, and men, women are oppressed by being in a marriage. Women are oppressed by having to have children or take care of children and be stuck in a family structure. It's all based on this understanding of oppression and trying to get to us up to a better world where women and, and nobody feels oppressed. But once you go in that direction, Then you understand, wait a second, there is no reason to have a relationship. There is no reason to get married. There is no reason to get to have children and to have a family and to take care of children because all of that is being oppressed. So that is how she explains why the overall agenda Oh right, thank you for reminding me. And then she goes, because this is all based on the fact it's all based on the fact that, Any identity is oppression. Being a woman is your being a woman different than a man is oppressive. Being a wife, a mother is oppressive. Having to raise a family is oppressive. Being part of your identity is oppressive. You don't want to be part of your national identity. Well, that's oppressive. It's, it's enforcing upon me a certain past. And values that I don't want I, I want to be like everybody else I don't want my Jewish past I don't want my Jewish values that's oppressive to me so now I'm as bringing up the whole case of in a sense of now Americans will understand this term intersectionality where people all of a sudden feminists right or they're trying to get rid of the patriarchy and stop being a being oppressed women we're not different than men that why they're connected with standing up for Arabs in Israel not in Israel in Judea and Samaria and Gaza because they're under an occupation there is no connection between the two they're totally different issues uh, and they're not being oppressed by us that's a totally different question but just connecting the two is only based on this agenda of oppression that anyone who is being oppressed for whatever reason they are all partners in making the world a better place getting rid of oppression whereas the true agenda of this a movement to get rid of differences between men and women is also negates 
the whole the, the whole aspect of the Arabs in wanting their own identity or self-determination because they should have no right to self-determination as 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 a specific identity group if that identity is also about oppression. So there's an area in this whole agenda of, in, of intersectionality. Ken. Yes, I'm happy to summarize. שבמקום לריב על מי יותר מסכן, מי יותר קורבן ומי יותר מדוכא, נביא גאווה, כבוד, שמחה במה שאנחנו, נתחבר למה שאנחנו, והעולם יהיה מושלם. Yes, and that, and that um, uh, summarized this beautifully and also summarized this whole agenda of intersectionality and this, again, this leftist agenda of, uh, of, of getting rid of the differences of the sexes and the hundreds of, of genders. We have to stop competing who is a, more oppressed because that's what it's all about. And there are actually educational materials out there that and, and schools teaching, oh, these are, the, these are the points for how oppressed you are as an identity. Those are, that's actually happening in schools in America. I don't know if it's happening yet in Israel. And I'm not saying we have to stop that. Stop being focused on who's the, bigger, who's the biggest victim. But that's what's happening. You have a victim Olympics going on as part of this agenda. Stop that. We should be focused on positive. We should be focused on making a bigger difference in this world, celebrating our unique attributes. It's not about celebrating who's the bigger victim. It's celebrating how you're maximizing your full potential as an individual, as a man, as a woman, as a Jew, as a Christian, as a Muslim. How are you maximizing your potential and your attributes and your history and your values to make the world a better place? Stop the victim Olympics and instead focus on the positive. And that is a wonderful, wonderful way of summarizing this. So thank you so much, Naama, for this wonderful insight. So, Mamash, thank you. Okay, Naama said she enjoyed. I hope, so Shalom Naama, I look forward to having you again and speaking about more issues because this is really, really important for all of us. Thanks. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this conversation with Naama Zarbiv. Uh, again, Naama speaking in Hebrew, I'm translating it into English. I hope it was still very valuable to you because this is really so important and this is an issue, like we mentioned, that really affects all of us. We are all in this together, this intersectionality agenda of getting rid of differences in the name of equality actually erases our, uh, our natural qualities and attributes in order to be able to make the world a better place and live according to our values. So it's all, it's all opposite, and it's really doing great, great damage to our societies. Uh, I hope this, this, you find this helpful. Please uh, share it with others so uh, we could wake other people up to while they think what is being talked about in the name of equality and respect sounds good, it actually is very, very bad. And we have to wake people up to start translating what they're being told is actually good, is actually very bad to then move forward in the right direction. So thank you everyone for watching. Uh, signing off another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland in the land of Israel. This is Avi Ablo. Thanks for watching everybody. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.